Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. I found a really cool animal story, a happy one. Oh, good. No. What do you mean no? Wait, he may veto this. Not, not I mean, not whenever we get time. Uh, yeah, have you heard about the tortoise? Maybe you've already heard about it. I have not. No. Yeah, Deborah, have you heard about the tortoise? I don't think so. Oh, this is a happy tortoise story. Did it get run over by a big truck? No, that's wait, not happy. No, because <laughs> it couldn't cross the street in time. Uh... Okay. It's a hard to believe happy tortoise story. What happened to you? No, I, I'm because I'm just really I'm, I'm really fascinated with this particular. Uh, All right, we'll give you time for your right. tortoise story to make the little uh, news girl happy. Okay. <laughs> Steve Gregory is going to join. Oh, and a reminder that next hour Tough is room. the hour of candidates, or it could be the hour of happy animal stories. I don't know. Should we do that one day? Uh, sure. Let's blow our child image. a rabbit, and they love the rabbit. One eight hundred five two zero one five three four. You'll get 30 seconds to tell us what you're running for and why people should elect you in the 5 o'clock hour. All right, now we're going to talk to Steve Gregory. He's done one of his ride-alongs. The L.A. Sheriff's Department Transit Bureau, the first day of their new armed deployment of deputies on Metro. So he has spent a lot of the day on this story, and we'll find out what he learned. Steve. Hey, guys. Yeah, how are you doing? We're, we're doing, good. We're, we're doing good. all right. So this was you sound day- like you're still on a train. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm still down in East L.A. area, and uh, this has been kind of an interesting assignment. We started at 5.30 this morning. We started on the Gold Line, uh, Irwindale, down to Union Station, and then then we went from there to uh, South L.A., the Rosa Park Station, Willowbrook, and then went on down to Long Beach, and we did round trips on both of those. And then we've been talking to officials and passengers along the way, And let me give you an idea of why this Operation Safe Travel is so important. For instance, in uh, 2021, they had had 47 total violent crimes. And in 2022, 94 violent crimes, a 100% increase over this time last year. 200% increase in rapes alone. Oh. And 
and so they they've got a they've got a problem on the trains. And as you saw in the videotape, the videotape that Metro didn't want anyone to see, you can see that there is a problem. There's an issue. So we we spent our time this morning watching this beefed up patrol of armed deputies and uh, a lot of big uniform presence. And they doubled the deputy saturation. And that's what we were covering today. Oh, okay. So this is nothing to do with trying to uh, usher the homeless out of the trains and buses? It is. It's exactly what it is. But today it's starting, it's a two-prong approach, or as they call it, the buzzword, multi-layered. But it basically, on one hand, they're trying to reassure riders that uh, the metro is safe. And at least in the jurisdiction of the Sheriff's Department, with the presence of armed deputies and uniformed deputies. But at the same time, they've brought in two teams of their mental evaluation unit, both from the transit mental evaluation and then the sheriff's department's mental evaluation, the same group that helped clean up Venice beach. So they brought them in to handle the more than 5,700 homeless people living on the trains, platforms, and buses. And so simultaneously, while there's this effort underway to do a public campaign of reassuring the riders and a deterrent for would-be robbers and criminals, they're also removing the homeless from the trains. So what did you see today that you can report that uh, yeah. would be of interest? Two, two steps into the first train today, guy passed out on the floor right in the middle of the train. And uh, <laughs> we were with a sergeant today, and the sergeant, we walked on board, and first thing you see right there, guy just passed out laying down, everyone just sitting around him, staring straight ahead, they don't want to get involved. They don't want to get engaged. And I, I asked the sergeant about that. I said, is this common? Is this typical? And he says, yeah, people just want to mind their own business. They don't want to get involved at all anymore. People won't even lend assistance. So the sergeant reaches down, tries to get this guy to wake up. He eventually wakes up, but he looks either like he's plastered drunk or he's high on something, gets him to sit back up on his seat. And at one point, he almost fell out of his seat again. So that was kind of our first two minutes on the train going down to Union Station. Would you say then this was an unhoused, was unhoused individual or not? You don't know? Yes, very unhoused. And uh, then as we get down to Union Station, when we get off and we're going to get to the other train, we go down uh, the big staircase there coming off the platform, and we just look over to the right, and there's this man standing there, with his sweats down at his ankles and all his glory hanging out. Oh. And, and he's just about to cop a squat. And the sergeant, oh. goes, over and says, sergeant goes over and says, um, and by the way, I think I have all this on audio, which we'll probably have ready for you tomorrow. Oh, good, so no video. This, okay. The exchange, well, we had to be careful on the photo side because it's still Metro property. That's right. So we have to be very cautious. On, we do have our, we had our photographer with us today, Mark. And uh, so he's putting his photos together, but we have to go through and blur all the faces in order for it to stay up right. and up. But um, so this guy and, and the sergeant says, what are you doing? He goes, well, I, you know, I got to go to the bathroom. He says, I'm about to S my pants. And um, so at that point, the guy said, well, you can't do that here. You got to go to the bathroom. He says, and then by that time, he says, at least pull your pants up, at least pull your pants up. And he had no underwear, just the sweats. Oh. And so he's just standing there. And then he said, well, I'm about to S my pants. And guys, well, you're going to have to pull up your pants. You got to go there. So we stood there and waited for him to pull up his pants and then walk down the hall to find a bathroom. And I looked at the sergeant and I said, now, at what point do you intervene? Because I said he was about to sit there and do his business. I said, what makes you think he's not going to go to the other side and do his business over there? And he goes, he might very well do that. But he says, you know, we can't be everywhere at once. 
we have to try to do the best we can. And he said, and besides, he said he's not violating one of the rules of that the sheriff's department's necessarily in charge of. That's one of those uh, right. sort of uh, hu- what, human. Wait. What? Wait. What would the? What, what do you mean he's not violating the rules? At well, what point does he violate? Taking a the dump rules? is not in there. Yeah. Taking a dump yeah, is yeah, not no, a rule violation. No, not in the sheriff's yeah. thing, right? Right. That falls under the purview of the Metro security, the unarmed security. Wait, wait, wait. wait. This is a... <laughs> well, Johnny's not wait, assaulting wait. anybody. Or... So wait a second. He can squat as if he is going to drop one, and the sheriff's deputy can stop him. But if it comes he flying can... out, you got to get a, a Metro security to uh, it's his jurisdiction. The actual poop is Metro jurisdiction. Yes, they are in charge of pee and poop. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> well... That's really dirty duty. Uh, so how'd you think this went, Steve, and, and spending this day with uh, these uh, transit bureau sheriff's deputies? Uh, well, Ken, um, they're going to do this, this uh, beefed up saturation for 30 days. They're going to reassess. Now, mind you, this additional, uh, additional uh, deployment is not coming out of the Metro's budget. This is something the sheriff's doing on his own. So he's doubling the deputies. So they'll have uh, upwards of 124 deputies now where they would only have 44, for instance, during the day. So um, they're going to do this for 30 days, and then they're going to reassess. They're gonna, they've been talking with passengers, and they're going to look at crime stats. If they see improvement, then this is going to perhaps be a model moving forward. But this is really in defiance of Metro's rules and regs because they don't want them engaging. They don't want them arresting. They don't want them intervening. And the Sheriff's Department's like, you know, it's time for us to get back into the law enforcement business. So that's, that was the impetus for Operation Safe Travel. Right. But Vinueva has a contract now for a year, right? Ah, here's the interesting thing. So um, remember, he was going to pull out on July 1st, Mm -hmm. and he said, if you don't give us 100% of the uh, contract, we're pulling out. Well, they came back and said, listen, we're going to extend your contract by six months so we can work through a deal. Six months. So now they're going to do a six-month extension on the current contract, and that gives them some breathing room to figure it out. But I'll tell you what I really think the Metro Board's doing. They want to wait and see what happens tomorrow night. Oh, the election, yes. Oh, I yeah. see. Yeah. Oh, I'd be yeah, surprised if Villanueva doesn't make the top two, but, you know, stranger things have happened. Well, no, he'll, he'll make the top if, two. If he, you know, but I think, the, I think the, 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 the plan is, and this is what others are telling me, critics are telling me, is that if, uh, you know, if he does not win the primary tomorrow, then the Metro Board will be one of many agencies that will work tirelessly to make sure he doesn't win the general. Oh, I see. So. <laughs> but if he does win outright, they have to deal with them for another four years. Because so. the Metro Board doesn't want sheriff's deputies picking up uh, drunks who pass out on the floor, and they don't want the deputies stopping guys who are squatting and about to take a dump. They'd like all that behavior to continue. Right. So uh, remember, there's more than 5,700 5, homeless right now in the system, and the sheriff says he wants to get them all off the system and get them into other housing. But he says there's, there's no place for them in the Metro system. Yeah, well, we agree. All right, Steve, thanks for that report. Bye guys. All right. Steve did a ride along today with the LA Sheriff's department's transit bureau. This is their first day of their new armed deployment of deputies on Metro to try to make the riders feel safer. Which is probably a hopeless assignment. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Every day there's something that you just cannot believe that you'd never considered.
You never considered that you'd end up with a policy where there's one jurisdiction when the guy is squatting to take a dump, and then there's another jurisdiction to deal with the dump. Yes, because the dump is probably some sort of more civil violation, and the deputies are there to make sure you're not going to stab somebody or sexually. I don't know. All right. Great. Johnny More K- coming up. Yeah. KFI. All right. It's double Deborah Mark time here. Oh, on wait. The, Give her a chance to get back in the uh, back in the hot seat. Are you still looking at her on a monitor or are you looking at her through a window? Um, monitor. We're all staring at each other on screens. <laughs> Deborah, report to duty. Uh, well, I want you to do the tortoise story, but oh, I wanted to tell her story. first. What? That, well, no. Uh, well, since you had a interest in this topic and expressed a viewpoint. I traveled all the way across the country on several flights over the weekend and uh, not a lot of masks. Sorry. Did you wear a mask? Did not. You didn't. All right, let me put it this way. The overnight flight I took on Thursday night, I did, but then I fell asleep and I woke up and I felt like I was uh, suffocating, so I took it off. And after looking around, it is monkey see, monkey do, 90% of the, of the flight were not wearing masks. So. You, could have, you could have inhaled that mask and died. In fact, walking around LAX, more than half the people were not wearing masks, and they're supposed to around the airport terminal. Did you have so. anybody on your plane that was hacking away as I did? No, I did not really. All right, well, that's and the good. pilot made an announcement that masks are optional. Do what you want on, on both the flights. So there you go. And I got to the, to, was it Virginia? No, nobody wears masks. Nobody. <laughs> no, no. The southern states, screw that. And I was actually in Florida briefly too, nobody. <laughs> But isn't it amazing, the three of us? I mean, I I shouldn't jinx this, but we have not gotten COVID. That we know of. That we know of. I'm going to get you mad again, but I'm not confident about that. I've had a a couple of weird little colds that just came and went, and I didn't bother to be tested. So what? All right. I've had You're going to blame me for spreading the... uh, No, 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 no. I mean, obviously, it wasn't anything major. I had a couple of colds, too. Yeah, I I noticed John a couple weeks ago, his voice was hoarse, and I thought maybe, uh, you know... But you didn't get tested either, did you? No, and it went away in a couple of days. Well, I've had those colds, and I have gotten tested, and I've been negative. All right, so the next time, John, you sound a little off anal swab time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, if I could get that, I'd be testing myself every week. All right, so tell us the happy animal story. uh, All right, all right. Creature, I don't know. What do you call a tortoise? It's it's a... What category is it? Well, it's a reptile, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Um, Well, this was in Rio de Janeiro. Manuela the tortoise. They thought Manuela originally was a was a girl tortoise. That's not. Okay. And, yeah, I thought Manuela's the boy and Manuela's the girl. Well, right, maybe he you know re-identified himself. Uh, oh, okay. Manuela disappeared one day thirty years ago. They ran off, so to speak. There, <laughs> waddled away. The house was undergoing electrical work. And uh, never came back, and the whole family realized, well, I guess that's it. Uh, something, something happened. Either wandered off permanently or you know, just passed on. Uh, they didn't think about Manuela much until 30 years later. 30 years? 30, 30 years <laughs> later, yeah. Oh. Finally, they describe it as the family patriarch. So I guess Grandpa died. And while cleaning out his belongings, they went into the attic of the house, and there... In an old wooden speaker box, there was Manuela. What? She was alive and healthy after 30 years. What, what, what did the, the tortoise eat? Yeah. Tortoise, <laughs> Drink. Tortoises can go between six months and three years without food. 
30 years, buddy. You said 30. Yeah. They think Manuela ate termite larvae, and since there wasn't much water around, she got her moisture from the termites as well. You know, you eat the termites. Termites? And there's, yeah. Um, they was, it, was it underweight, at least? or um, I, It was in good condition. I mean, I always was, forget, is the tortoise the big one or just a regular size thing? They're, they can be really That's big. That's the big one. Yeah, they're the ones that Manuela can live. Manuela is big. Is they can live, live on land because turtles you have to have in water. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they took Manuela for a checkup and found out she's actually male. And she's still, he is still healthy uh, and is just living a normal life. They can live quite a few years, right? I think they This story says they can live to 255. I was going to say 100, but 255, so that's 30 remarkable. years is nothing. That's unbelievable. I can't I just, believe this. <laughs> yeah, I was, as you were going through the story, I was thinking, because maybe somebody found it. I'm thinking, how did they know it was Manuela? But it, no. it was in the grandfather's box in the attic or whatever. He just sat in the box, and he was perfectly happy by himself. Eating what the do you think Grandpa was doing? He put the tortoise in a box one day and left him somewhere, and they all thought it was just Grandpa's old stuff that he put it up in the attic? I don't, I don't know. Maybe the tortoise climbed into the box. How would the tortoise get all the way up to the attic? Yeah, uh, that's a slow ascent. Uh, uh, <laughs> Took him at least 15 years. years. <laughs> yeah, 15 years to get up the stairs. And, and he was so tired, he's, I'm just going to sit in this box for a while. <laughs> Insert slowpoke joke here. <laughs> That is pretty remarkable. Right, I thought that was the That's coolest cool story. That's a cool story. That yeah. is. Look at that. John's smiling. He's still. <laughs> I'll stop that now. <laughs> Go and back then... to your old way. That's right. Let's not get out of hand here. They, they took the tortoise back to the house. It crawled out the next day, got run over in the. Oh, Ken. Really? Of course, Ken has to put that spin on it. Was good it. to see you after 30 years, but it was brief. That's that's Ken reading fairy tales to little kids. Uh, see, <laughs> see, he's changed. He's correcting me on the air rather than let that one just... It bothered him that people might believe the tortoise got run over. Well, he's yeah. an animal lover. I mean, even though he's a crazy oh, meat eater, I, I, he does love the yeah. animals. Well, like he cuddles know. up with the dog at night. Yeah. Get out of here. We, we, no, the dog has a stink to him. I can't do that. Uh, the, the, we had dozens of animals over the years. But, but you didn't have a tortoise. But you didn't embrace them like your children did. No, but I was around I them enough. I saw you with the I, cats. You could give a damn. Well, the cat could give a damn about me. <laughs> well, it's kind of neutral. Cat, the cat gets what you she You got gives. to love to be loved. Don't you know that? <sighs> Not with cats. Not with yeah, cats. Cat, are very... Cats are always a standoff. A dog. Cats cat. suck. Yep. <laughs> Well, Deborah has two dogs. She doesn't care. I I, well, I'm allergic to cats, but I like them. I've just never had a cat before. Yeah, you seem like you would be... Uh, a crazy cat lady? Yeah, we yeah. were expecting you with uh, 50 cats in your house. Eric is nodding. Yeah, you and 17 cats alone no, in a little room. No, I'm a Knitting. neat freak. No, and I don't knit, and I'm a neat freak, so no. Okay. All right. Negative. Well, only the crazy she constantly has to clarify who she is. <laughs> I do. <laughs> All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken can't fight. Yes. Are you throwing your hat into the ring? Are you ready to join? No. 5.05 is the hour of candidates. I believe we still have that intro, right? That Clay mm -hmm. Rowe made years ago. Remember that? Right, is that it's like the around? circus barker. Well, we got to find it. That's uh, the official opening. That's right. I don't think we have invite people one. to come on the airwaves of KFI, the mighty powerful KFI, and get their, make their pitch for why they should be elected to whatever it is they're running for. Uh, we'll do this as long as there's calls or until we tire. 
which happens. Uh, Until we need a Biden nap. (laughs) Yes. uh, We might engage you past the 30 seconds if we find something intriguing in what you're running for or your candidate statement, maybe. 1-800-520-1534. Do you think Sheriff Villanueva is going to call in again? Is that your guess? Or Uh, or will he wait for the general election? He's, uh, He's been calling us every few days anyway. Why? Well, he called us Friday. I know, because he's on the ballot. So yeah. He was on like two days before that, I think. I know. So, so he, he's always got a home here. Uh, we he, mentioned... He, he, he cleaned up he, he cleaned up that encampment in my neighborhood. He can come on any time he wants for as long as he wants. That's true. And you've been checking around, making sure it's not sneaking back? Oh, did I tell you about uh, looking down the block? Remember you gave me a tip the other day that uh, somebody had emailed you and yes. said... Right, some street that has a coffee shop on it. That yeah, well, uh, the, we the saw main, a few tents. The main drag is, is San Vicente. That's where the uh, the old encampment was, and in the business district, uh, yeah, there there was there were t- there's two two tents. I saw it. it. It's away from San Vicente. It's down Barrington Avenue to the south a little bit. Sounds like that Mar Vista picture it, you showed me. It's fun. Yeah, it was in front of a small uh, business building that had, I think, two businesses, and they were both out of business. Nice. So it was a good a good place to set up, and they were on the sidewalk and on the uh, the grass area there. They had sleeping bags, so I I did see an encroachment, and yeah. nobody had done anything. I went there a couple of days after you told me about it, and it was still there. Well, people, uh, a couple of people emailed to say that. They may have done a little cleaning up in downtown Los Angeles in preparation for today because today, and if you haven't heard of this, it's no wonder. It has not been in the United States since 1994 when it took place in Miami. It's the Summit of Americas. So they're inviting the leaders from North America and South America, Central America, to come together to discuss... And do what? Economic, economic issues, immigration, global warming, ah, human rights. Oh, wait. Another gathering of world leaders to talk about global warming. That's y- just one of the topics. It it's ha- not a climate summit. It hasn't all been said yet? Uh, I, I don't. Boy, is this a gas bag festival or what? There was a story about a month stuff. ago that they were, that I, you know, Chris Garcetti is like the ringleader here. That they oh, were gonna lo- be, they were nervous about this because apparently some countries were saying we're not coming, we're not interested. Uh, so I don't know what the turnout is. The Mexican president is not coming. That's AMLO, Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador, because Biden didn't invite Cuba, Nicaragua, and Venezuela to the summit. Well, Biden uh, doesn't want to recognize the, the communist socialist leaders. Yeah, I kind of agree with him. I, right. But so it now, offended uh, Lopez Obrador. He won't come. Well, because I guess secretly he is one of those. Or he, but, or he wants to sell stuff to those countries. This is mostly at the convention center because it's such a snooze fest of a story. The only thing the media is covering is traffic. It's going to create traffic delays. Uh, Apparently, John, your friend is already there. Kamala Harris. <laughs> That's why she's in town. Yeah, well, she's because in town I was she's attending I was, this. Thing. I was getting traffic warnings for my neighborhood because she lives there. Yep, she's and I was be wondering sauntering what, in and out uh, to downtown LA. She's gonna so she's commuting from home to probably have be on special panels uh, to discuss. She was so good with the immigration issue. Yeah, I, did she get the root cause of illegal immigration? I forgot. She was uh, she was deputized to find the root causes. Mm. 
Yeah. Uh, that people are poor. You got to. <laughs> I think that's kind of it. That's what she discovered. That they're poor and they want better jobs. Yeah, I think that's. <laughs> so then the answer is let's give them billions of dollars in aid. And then the mm. government suck it up in corruption. Um, so there could be other countries that cancel because the, the communist nations aren't allowed to come. Ah. And, uh, oh, they're going to have discussion panels. Yeah, this is what I thought. Discussion pa- Oh, good. Yeah, it's oh. a lot of blah, blah. <laughs> this is the part we usually say, will there be hookers nearby? <laughs> oh, and- there'll be hookers nearby. Well, you uh, think they're going to fly all this way to sit and listen to these other blowhards prattle on about economic issues and, and climate and blah, blah, blah. You know, things that they don't understand that they can't, they can't, they, they can't fix any problems. They can't fix a tire. I mean, these, <laughs> these, I just... What a fake world they all live in. How much money are they spending? By the way, how much greenhouse gas are they blowing out? They are, of their, uh, uh, how many private planes are showing up here? Um, people in downtown L.A. are already complaining because they're closing off a number of streets. That's it's not right. so much the freeway, That's right. but uh, it's some of the downtown exits. They're also complaining, oh, dear heavens, they might be blocking the uh, voting uh, centers for Good. tomorrow. <laughs> People in living downtown shouldn't be allowed to vote. Uh, now Biden's supposed to come. He, he's, all I heard is he's on Jimmy Kimmel Wednesday night, which will bring him to Hollywood. Oh, you know what's but, gonna, you know what's going to suck about that? I mean, I mean, and and, and it used to be uh, a bumbling boob like Joe Biden would be nothing. He would be just mercilessly mocked for being a boob, right? Instead, we're going to watch Jimmy Kimmel kiss his ass. I mean, oh, Jimmy Kimmel will be definitely. Oh, he's going to be—he's going to pretend that he's not talking to a nearly eighty-year-old senile guy who has effed the up country really just right. about every major issue. You don't he think could, there'll be an inflation question or a gas price question, especially from a guy based in L.A.? Yeah, yeah it'll yeah, it'll be worded very, very gently and benignly, and then then Biden will go on a two and a half minute filibuster and blame everybody else for it. Let me I don't guess. Think, it's uh, going to be it's going to be uh, the 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 Putin inflation. It's going to be uh, corporate greed inflation. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it is a dopey nighttime talk show. It'll be more like, what's it like living in the White House? Mm-hmm. Is it different than Delaware? And uh, give me your thoughts. He'll have pre-scripted lines on cue cards in very large print. So Kim but it'll be set- softball. I don't think he'll be no. asked anything that requires no, a cue but, card. But, it'll but, just be no, no. How's the bicycle riding? But Kim will set up a question so he could read his joke. Oh, I see. Maybe. That's, that's, what, that's what they do. They come up with prepared jokes. Uh, and and you just you just got to have the setup rehearsed. Yeah. If I was doing the interview, the first thing I would say was, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Watch Joe fall for that one like he did the... <laughs> and he might say, I agree. Yeah. So this is really just going to be a lot of hot air, but it's going mm-hmm. on all five days this week. I know. So it's going to um, just tie up. It's going to tie up traffic. Yeah, it's it's going to tie up traffic on the west side. Give idiot leaders for... something to do, so they send their. <laughs> I've never heard of this. They've had this going on for twenty-eight years. It's the first yeah, it time. Yeah, started I heard during of it. the Clinton administration. Oh, of it... course, he loves that. That's a whole industry for him. He set up that that uh, that corrupt Clinton Global Initiative Foundation. Yeah, you know, he is they, a blusterer. They give they give five dollars for uh, AIDS uh, treatment in Africa, and the rest of it is spent on his party plane to Epstein's Island. 
<laughs> Clint Jesus. likes to bloviate. He loves <laughs> the do. whole court. They love, yeah, they love to sit up on a stage, you know, with the blue backdrop, leaning back. They got the little glass of water there, probably spiked with vodka, and and they've got some uh, some media moderator ask pitching the softball questions, and you get twenty two minute answers, and at the end of it, you have no idea what the question was or what they're talking about. <laughs> God, you must just right. take off your clothes and pleasure yourselves. We are approaching the 5 o'clock hour on the day before a big vote. That can only mean one thing on the John and Ken Show, the hour of candidates. <laughs> 1-800-520-1534. I'm sure all of the phones are right now turned off, so if you try to call now, you're not getting Isn't that usually what they do? Yeah. You're not going to get through, but they'll, sometime after 5, they'll open the lines to line you up. 30 seconds is all you get. More coming up. John and Ken, KFI. We are about to step into the hour of candidates at 5.05. Yeah. Again, it's 30 seconds. It's a long-time tradition on the John and Ken show the night before a big vote. It's often in November, but sometimes it's June. Uh, you get 30 seconds of airtime to do your spiel. Sometimes there's really normal people running for office, and you hear them and say, wow. Wow. I'd like if them only, to be, right. Yeah, I'd like them to be in charge, but you know, they have little money and no name recognition. Right, and so at, at the very least, we can give these those kind of people uh, thirty seconds, and uh, if you pay attention, you know you could you could uh, you can then go online and learn more about them and and try vote for normal people, and uh, yeah, and then there's just a lot of crazies. All right, so uh, reach out to somebody you know that's running, uh, or you call yourself if you are running one eight hundred five two zero one five three four, right at five oh five or thereabouts. Uh, Radar online. <laughs> uh, Radar Online, I mean, TMZ really does, I guess they kind of beat them out, but Radar Online is still out there, and they have an exclusive, and here's the headline. Drugged up Hunter Biden points illegally obtained thirty-eight caliber gun as he's caught fooling around with a prostitute in newly leaked tape. Hmm, can't Do beat I really that. want to see this? Huh? Well, Do I want to see this? There's photos. There's still shots. They haven't leaked uh, the tape yet for the public. Oh, okay. Yeah, I went looking for it. You did? You really want to see him naked with a gun, the naked gun? <laughs> yes, I do. If, if, there is, if there is tape of Hunter Biden naked with a gun and a hooker, I want to watch that for a few minutes. Now, this supposedly came from his cell phone, not from his laptop that he left at the repair shop. Is that the understanding here? Y- yeah. Uh, Who leaked this then? Um, I, I, you know, I don't know if it's part of the investigation. Oh, the you grand know, they're, jury? They're, they're, look, they're looking into... Um, you know all, all his illegal activities. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of tax issues. So I think they might deals. They might have subpoenaed the uh, the phone, and then somebody leaked all. This guy. Yeah, look at this man. This, it's got nothing to do with the case. Yeah. So what? Look. This. He's one. nude with a gun. Yeah. It's, Wait, is that his gun, or is he happy to see us? In two separate photos, because these photos have gotten loose. Uh, you could see uh, Hunter with one hand on the trigger of the gun, and his other hand cupping his pelvis. Hmm. Uh, well, his penis and pelvic area. Hmm. Uh, in the third image... Now he feels like a real man, doesn't he? The uh, remnants of what appears to be crack cocaine can be seen on a plate alongside used and packeted condoms. Uh. Along, so used condoms and a plate. Drug paraphernalia and a spoon believed to be used to smoke the illicit drug. Now, this he, is, by the way, this is October 17th, 2018, this video comes from. Well, he had bought a gun illegally, 
And the reason it was illegal is he never disclosed that he had a drug problem. Wait a minute. The son of the president uh purchased a gun illegally? Yeah. So this is a major scandal. Biden's gun control. Especially now after the mass shootings and the call for gun control? Yeah. He can't even control his own family? No, gun control needs to start in Biden's family. So they they got uh, the information from Hunter's iPhone after it was shopped for sale. Oh. Uh, It says here there were 12 days of madness during which the Biden family tried to dispose of the illegally obtained weapon on the streets of Wilmington, Delaware. Across the street from a high school. They put it in a garbage can or something, didn't they? Uh, I think that's where it ended up. Or, um, Wow. Yeah, well, apparently, and by the way, he was dumped from the military for drug use. So this is not surprising that yeah, he's still hooked. There's, you know, his, uh, yeah. his ex-wife is, uh, writing a, has written a memoir, which is going to be released in a few days. I've seen a couple of advanced stories. Right. And at one point, uh, she took his gun and threw it in the garbage of a, at a supermarket. Oh, yeah, there it is. 11 days after Hunter illegally purchased the weapon, his lover, Hallie, the widow of his late brother, Bo. Oh, yeah. Right. It was, yeah, it was the, yeah, that's right. He, he was... She threw the gun into a supermarket garbage can, triggering a Secret Service, FBI, and Delaware State Police investigation. But nobody was ever charged or arrested. It, yeah, it wasn't his wife. It was Bo Biden's widow. former wife, yeah. Hallie, the widow. And and Hunter was carrying on with her. Oh man! And I think he he was married at the time. Boy, if he had a baby with her, how do you explain that? Since the baby would have different yeah. fathers, but the fathers are brothers. Yeah, no. wouldn't that be weird? And then you have all that Joe Biden DNA in there. No man. Uh, think Joe was home much when? Uh, Hunter Not a was joke. Home? Not a joke. Not a joke. Um, oh, and, and listen, in leaked text messages from 2019, Hunter said the FBI had gotten involved in the case. She stole the gun out of my trunk lockbox and threw it in a garbage can. Uh, then it told me it was my problem to deal with. Then the police and the FBI and the Secret Service came on the scene. She said he took she took it from me because she was scared I would harm myself due to my drug and alcohol problems and our volatile relationship. Here's a, another text message. I freaked. This is Hunter. I freaked when I saw it was missing 10 minutes after she took it. And when she went back to get it, I scared the S out of her. It was gone, which led the state police investigation of me. True story. He sounds just like his dad. And his dad goes like, no joke. He did say true story. True yeah. story. Right. Okay. Not a joke, says his father. Yeah. That's the same kind of thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> really? I'm not making this up. Wow. That's... Uh really bizarre yeah but this guy was making eighty three thousand dollars a month with that ukrainian gas utility yeah i <laughs> i mean he is a private citizen but honestly the way the media covered the trump adult children yeah. i i don't they and, don't touch this and and, and the trump kids including ne- the laptop itself which they thought was a russian ploy and the, tr- uh, the trump kids never did anything like this right and they got well, so not this negative. wild, no. No, no. no. no I think They're Biden always was... suspected of being involved in illegal business dealings, but not posing nude with a gun with drugs around. I, I don't recall that Except happening. that Donald Trump Jr. shoots up all those wild games. There's another animals. story that uh, Hunter, of course, has that love child with the stripper. Yeah, there's that. And that Joe does not want to give the, the stripper and the child some Secret Service protection, because supposedly they've been under some kind of threats from... Some other crazy boyfriend she had or something like that. That that is tough to justify spending tax money. That is his grandchild, though, whether he likes it or not. 
That's my favorite story. When Hunter Biden said, oh, yeah, prove it. I'll do a DNA test. And because he was probably so drugged out, he didn't remember that he impregnated her. You know, double digits IQ seemed to be common in the family. All right. uh, Here we go. Are we ready for this? So we built it in. We locked in for hour of candidates. Hour of candidates. 1-800-520-1534. You call in if you're running for something. Really simple. You get 30 seconds. And uh, it's the John and Ken Show. Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 